Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. It has been a lot going on in the Jenkins household. We have been doing a lot of traveling recently uh, because um, my son, AJ, has actually been booking some jobs. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, he recently had to, to go out to Charlotte to do a commercial and I'm actually going to be going with him to Atlanta this weekend for another, I guess it's like a mini short film that he's doing. Um, it's for it's not going to be a commercial that's going to be seen. Uh, it's actually an in-house thing that he's doing. But um, I'm excited. This is actually my first time traveling with him by myself for one of his jobs. And I'm nervous because it's in Atlanta. And if anybody knows Atlanta traffic, uh, it is terrifying, at least for me anyway. Um, I am what you would call a cautious driver. <laughs> So I can just imagine how people are going to be honking their horns at me, trying to figure out where I'm going. And in Atlanta, you need to know where you're going and you need to move or you're going to get ran over. And I don't want to get ran over. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous about that. And you can tell that I think Anthony may be a little bit um, nervous about me going to uh, because he was just telling me about, you know, his trip with AJ to Charlotte and talking about the airport and like literally he was talking as if I never flew before and I had to like politely say, um, this isn't my first time flying on a plane. <laughs> kind of know how to read my ticket, know how to, you know, go where I need to go. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I'm excited about it. Uh, it's a great opportunity for him, honestly. Um, and, and I think I shared with you guys in an episode before about, you know, just, uh, being, um, not bold, but like not necessarily boastful, but just like celebrating, you know, yourself and your your children and your family, your your spouse in the accomplishments that they do. And so before I would be very uh, timid about just like bragging about the things that my kids are doing because I didn't want it to come off as boastful. But I realized that's like a false humility because there is nothing wrong with celebrating you know, your child and you want your child to know that like, yeah, you're proud of them. So yeah, I'm really excited for him. I think this is a great opportunity and I'm looking forward to it being me and him this weekend because usually it's him and his dad. So um, we had a conversation in the car about it because, you know, Anthony was saying, hey, your mom's going to be traveling with you uh, this time around. And, you know, Skyland, I'm going to be home with you. So we're kind of flip flopping. And so, you know, I just wanted to know how he felt about it because I know he looks up to his dad and admires his dad a lot. And they got this bromance going on and everything. So, you know, mommy and son is completely different. So I don't know how he's going to do with me. I'm hoping that he will still come with the same energy and that by me being there, it doesn't, you know, change how he would do things, you know. So anyways, that's not what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, honestly, I, I want to talk about parenting today because uh, there's just some things that I've realized about my parenting that it ain't my mama and daddy old school type parenting. Um, and it's real interesting because, you know, um, there's moments where my kids are doing stuff and I'm just like, what happened? 
to me. Like, did I go soft? What is going on? Um, <laughs> I remember one time during Classic Weekend, that's kind of when um, all of Anthony's family gets together because they they all pretty much went to fam. I think only one or two people didn't go there. But anyways, they're, they're a bunch of, they're a family of rattlers. So they all come down to uh, Orlando for Classic Weekend and we kind of uh, do an Airbnb out in the Kissimmee area and, you know, all of us just pile into the house and we have a great time. But um, I was talking to one of his his aunts um, in regards to the kids and I remember her saying to me, she was just like, you read too much. She was like, stop reading. <laughs> In in other words, she was just saying, like, I read too many articles because, you know, I've learned I appreciate the parenting that I received as a child. Like it has molded and shaped me into the person that I am today. And I'm grateful for the lessons and for the discipline that my parents gave me, even though I didn't appreciate them during the time. I appreciate them now. But as a parent myself and as a parent of this day and age, um, there's a lot of things that. Uh, my children are facing that I did not face as a child. There are a lot of things that um, I'm dealing with now as a parent that my parents didn't have to deal with. And so I feel like just like with any season, you know, um, that there there's a change that you can't just keep doing the same thing the same way forever. Like that whole thing, like, oh, we've always done it this way. That don't mean it's right. You know, there's there's adjustments that have to be made, you know, um, and, you know, even the the Lord says in his word is don't you see it's a new thing that I'm doing. And and that's even interesting. Right. Because a lot of people are quick to say that God never changes and he doesn't. But understand who he is. Right. You know, he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today and forevermore. But at the same time, he's doing a new thing that's a part of his nature to do a new thing. So it's not him changing it's him being who he is and that's doing a new thing. So when a season changes, you can't keep continuing to do the same thing that you did before when you're in a new season. And I feel like as a parent now in this day and age, parenting in 2021, um, I have to adjust. I have to adjust to the type of children that I'm raising. Like, even though Skylin and AJ have a lot of me and their father in them, they are not Anthony, even though AJ's name is Anthony. He is not Anthony Karan Jenkins. He is Anthony Braylon Jenkins. And even though he has a lot of his father's tendencies, he's still his own person. Same thing with Skylin. Skylin has a lot of my tendencies. I, I see me in her a lot, especially with her reservedness and her modesty, which is something I'm going to be talking about too. But even though she has a lot of me in her, she has a lot of her Nana in her too. She is her own person. And so things that, you know, may have gone over well with me you know being raised is not necessarily going to go over with her like I can take I'm, I'm I'm very sensitive um but I can take you know um a harsh uh discipline you know I mean I grew up with Caribbean parents so there was no gentle <laughs> discipline in my house now mind you I, I didn't make a lot of trouble I didn't get into a lot of mess so my parents didn't have to give me a lot of whoopings but I got some whoopings in my day um and I, I I got disciplined and I think the type of discipline that I got as a child there's that just wouldn't work with Skyland. she's just a very sensitive soul and like if I speak to her 
too harsh. It's just like downcast. So I've had to learn to adjust. Um, Anthony and I both have. But it's interesting because I think about the type of discipline that I got. For example, in my household, um, that saying that children should be seen and not heard Oh, that was practiced and applied in my house. If my mama was talking to somebody, I dare not go up to her to say anything. And if I did, if I did not say, excuse me, oh, I wouldn't hear the end of it. My kids now, oh, it's not like that at all. They interject themselves into the conversation and start, you know, joining in and I have to be like um excuse me grown folks are talking here and I I I struggle with that right because yes I do read articles I do read about you know child psychology because I don't want to mess up my kids you know um, I'm not saying that I messed up but I do realize that there are things that have happened throughout my childhood that I am dealing with now as an adult And I don't want the same thing for my kids. I want to do different. I think that's how it should be in every generation, right? That you learn from the generation before you. It's not about being judgmental. It's not about saying, oh, I'll never do this. I'll never be like my mom. I'll never be like my daddy. No, because I think when you say stuff like that, you're coming off judgmental, like you really have a problem with them. And I get it. Some people really do have a problem with their parents and, you know, to each his own. But I don't say that as in to judge my parents. I know my parents did the best that they knew how to do. Even if sometimes the way that they loved or the way that they disciplined or the way that they did things, I may not have agreed with. And I'm not talking about agreed with as as a child because no child agrees with discipline. But even as an adult, when I look back on it, I'm like, hmm, that probably could have been handled a different way. You know, but I learned from it. So it's not me judging them. It's me learning from it. And so, you know, with my kids, I... As I said, I've, I've read articles and stuff about like today, you know, there there are people who are timid to speak up um, and they won't advocate for themselves. And I feel like that whole children should be seen, not heard has contributed to a lot of adults nowadays who don't know how to advocate for themselves or don't know how to speak up because as a child, they will, they were stifled. They weren't able to express themselves. They weren't able to speak up. Uh, a lot of that also comes from a lot of those hidden things that happen in our, our families where we're just like, oh, what you know happens in the house stays in the house. Like we don't talk about that. We don't talk about, you know, it being touched or, you know, certain things things that happen we don't speak about it and because children weren't allowed to speak in general you know for households who kind of had that same saying that you know we had in my house there's a lot of things that went on said and so now you have these full-grown adults who don't know how to advocate for themselves or they have triggers because it's a hurt that they never resolved or they were never healed from and so now in their adulthood is coming up and I don't want that you know, for my kids, but I, I, you know, just being transparent, I am finding a hard time trying to balance between allowing them to express themselves, but also letting them know, hey, when it's rude for you to interrupt or to just, you know, impart yourself in a grown folks conversation, you know, um, 
And I mean, for the most part, my kids are good, you know, um, but I, there are certain tendencies that they have that I'm just like, oh, no, like I could not go into my parents' bedroom without knocking on the door first, you know, um, and Scotland and AJ, if the door is closed, they will knock. But if they don't hear anything, they're going to open the door too. like, hey, did you hear me knocking? Um, <laughs> uh, 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 can, could you wait till I say come in? You know, so it's just things like like that, uh, you know, the whole eating at the dinner table. Right. So I remember as a child, as, as a child, um, my mom always used to say that I wasn't allowed to drink until I ate all of my food. And so I, I, I realized that that has gone into adulthood with me because, y'all, I can pretty much go a whole day without drinking anything. And that's bad because I get dehydrated really, really bad. And I need to drink water. And I mean, I really don't, other than coffee, <laughs> I really don't drink, you know, too many juices. I mean, I do drink a lot of kombucha. I love that. But um, outside of coffee and kombucha and tea, I pretty much drink water all day. But for a person who doesn't really drink that much, when I don't get the water, it's bad. And like, I can sit there and eat a whole meal and not drink anything. And I think that's because as a child, I was always told, don't drink until you finished all your food. And so now I've just been, I've been trained to eat without drinking anything. And that's not good. So with my kids, I let them drink while they eat. But then I see how, you know, that doesn't work out so well either because while they're waiting for their food, they will finish their, their juice first. So by the time their food comes, they're already on their second cup. And it's just like, can y'all slow down? Cause they're not over here drinking water. They're over here drinking like lemonade or tea or Anthony introduced them to root beer floats. So now they, whenever we go to a restaurant, they'll ask the waiter or the waitress, do you guys serve root beer floats here? And I'm just like, really? You don't need that right now. Like there's no free refills <laughs> on that, you know, but it's little things like that. Or with the food situation, uh, I remember there was a time where my mom would be like, oh, you're going to eat what I put on this table. In my house, it, it, there, there is no you're going to eat what I put on this table. I have started to do that now because I find myself cooking like three meals. Like, y'all don't understand. It's, it's really bad because I'm the only vegan in the house. So, you know, I've tried the whole meal prep situation for myself where I prep all of my meals that way I'm only, you know, cooking for them and my stuff is already prepared. But if that doesn't happen on the Sunday night for me to meal prep for everything else, it just doesn't happen. And I haven't meal prepped for myself in a very long time. I know I have to get back into it because um, my friend and I, uh, Reva, we, I think I've shared this with you guys before when I've talked about my health story, but we do a detox every August. And so she got me doing this 75 heart. I'm inviting her on the show so we can talk about it. Um, so we'll get into a little bit more, but um, on this 75 heart thing, so we're going past just the 30 days or 31 days in August. Uh, we're going for 75 days and we are going to do an alkaline vegan diet. So, yeah, there will be a lot of meal prepping happening for me <laughs> starting August 1st, but I haven't done it in a while. And so when I don't do it, it makes it very difficult for me because now I'm preparing something for myself and I'm preparing something for them. And then Anthony himself, he is, you know, 
uh, on this special diet because he is, you know, trying to get his body right. You know, we over here working on our health, you know, together as a couple, which is cute. I'm going to have him on the show for us to talk about that, too. But, um, you know, he has been doing um, a certain diet as well where he's eating more lean meats, you know, low carb type diet. So what I make for the kids is different from what I'm making for him. So again, I am back to a situation where I'm making three meals. And so sometimes AJ has the audacity to be like, I don't like that. What you mean you don't like that? Like tonight, I made them burgers. The kids love burgers. Whenever we go somewhere, AJ is always ordering a bacon cheeseburger. Mind you guys, I don't even know where this whole bacon thing came from because I don't cook pork in the house. Uh, We don't buy pork. I think it's when we get together with the Jenkins clan for um, Classic Weekend. He was first introduced to like pig I call it pig bacon or pork bacon whatever you want to call it but he was introduced to real bacon because the Jenkins family they are big on breakfast and they make a big breakfast every morning that we are all together and so ever since then he now likes to order bacon on his burgers or he likes to order bacon when we go and get breakfast but I made burgers for them and I put cheese, I specifically asked the child, I said, do you want a cheeseburger? He said, yes. I put cheese on his burger. He comes to sit down at the table and he was like, I don't want the cheese. Bro, what you mean you don't want the cheese? I just asked you if you wanted a cheeseburger. And he was like, I don't like this cheese. Okay, so this means the next time we go out to eat somewhere, you're not going to be ordering a cheeseburger. You're going to be ordering a hamburger. And he looked at me like, why? I said, because it's the same cheese that be on those burgers that I put on this one. And all of a sudden, you don't like cheese. I, it, it be getting on my nerves, y'all. It be getting on my nerves. <laughs> I'm just like, listen, that's what you're going to take it off. He was like, well, what am I supposed to do with it? Put it on your plate. What you mean? What you going to do with it? Put it on your plate, AJ. Finish your burger and then throw the cheese away when you're cleaning up your mess. But this is the kind of stuff that I do it. Uh, you know, that one day he likes this, the next day he doesn't. And then, you know, because I try to, to shop efficiently, you know, when the kids tell me that they like something, I'll go to Sam's and buy it in bulk so that it stays in there. Anthony's like, Hannah, you need to stop doing that because things will last. I think we had a box of waffles inside of our freezer probably for a good six months, y'all. You're probably saying, Hannah, that's disgusting. I don't think it expired. It. I, I mean, I wouldn't give my kids expired food, but I, I'm, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that I think it was in there for like six months because it took them that long to finish them. And I was just like, y'all said y'all like waffles. Like, yeah, but mommy, we didn't want them every single day. What you mean? Like, you, and that's the other thing. I think I gave them too many doggone choices because I would buy the waffles. I would buy the French toast sticks. I would buy pancakes. So we had all that inside the freezer. Plus they had cereal. Um, What other breakfast items did they have? I think Anthony started buying them the little croissant, which by um, Jimmy Dean, the turkey one. They had like five different things to choose from for breakfast. And so it came down to, oh, I don't know what to eat. What you mean you don't know what to eat? You have all these choices. And then Anthony would say to me, that's the problem. You gave them too many choices. And I do. I give them too many choices. So then when I make something, they feel like, oh, well, I don't want that. Can I have something else? Like, for example, um, Anthony's favorite deal uh, meal is spaghetti. 
Skyline's not a fan of marinara sauce. I don't think she's a fan of spaghetti, period. AJ, on the other hand, he did like spaghetti for a while and then all of a sudden he didn't but there was a time where I would have to make a whole separate meal for Skyland because if I made spaghetti she didn't want to eat it so I would be making mac and cheese for her or I would toss the noodles in some um some oil and vinegar and sprinkle a little cheese on it but I'm just like where's the nutritional value in that like so I I yeah I digress. I, I don't really know what to do, y'all, because I just feel like my parenting skills, <laughs> they could use some refreshers because I'm just like, my mama was like, you going to eat what I put on the table or you not going to eat at all. You know, she was like, you, you know, you, you'll be seen, but you're not going to be heard. Like, you're not going to jump into my conversations. Uh, or what about the famous when you go to the store and your mama will say, don't ask me for nothing, don't touch nothing, don't like my kids, we go in the store and they feel like they in at Disney World. Like they are running up and down. I mean, and I I get it. My kids, they're great. I love them. But I just be like, for real, y'all, like we are at the grocery store. Please tell me why y'all got to be pushing on each other. AJ over here drawing happy faces in the freezer section. Like, can, can y'all just be normal? <laughs> Like, just walk down the aisle. Do you have to be on top of each other? Do you have to be pulling on each other? Do you have to be? Do Why I got to keep talking to you? Why I got to keep saying something? Like, why can't y'all just calm down and just act normal in the store? I don't know what it is, y'all. I don't. And I'm just like, this is this is different. Like, you trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to give them an opportunity to express themselves because I understand that they are just little humans. Like they deserve the same respect that that I want as a human being, as a person. They deserve that as well. They are just little people. But these little people, man, like in trying to teach them about, you know, expressing yourself, speaking up, not feeling intimidated, teaching them that no question is is a dumb question like it's better for you to ask questions but then when they start asking me questions I'm just like oh my gosh I am not Google go ask Google like the other day what was the question that AJ was asking me he was asking me something and I'm just like I don't know go ask Google but then Google will give you this long dissertation and he's just like mommy I still don't know what this means I'm like bruh okay let, let's try to figure this out together <laughs> But I, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to to navigate these these uncharted territory. I've been a mom now for 10 years and there's times I'm just like that. That's a drop in the bucket. Like, I don't know. And then, you know, Skylin is getting older. I've shared with you guys how she's going through puberty now trying to help her, you know, manage her emotions and to adjust. And there are times where she loves her brother and there's times where she's like, get away from me. Don't touch me. Don't be in the, you know, don't be next to me. I mean, the boy just starts singing and she's just like, can you shut up? Like sky, you can't do no sis. You can't do that to your brother. Like he, it's okay. If he wants to sing, you, you have to learn how to ignore people when they do stuff that you don't like. And I'm, I'm just trying to, to navigate this whole situation here because I'm, you know, 
at the same time, I'm like, I understand you're going through these emotions and I'm trying to have your, you know, your back and be supportive. But at the same time, like your brother, he, he, he got to live. You got to let him live. You got to let him be who he's going to be. He's a very, you know, charismatic, eccentric type of person, very active. Like you have to adjust to it. And I, I feel bad sometimes because like I'll say to AJ, okay, you can you can stop humming now. And then Anthony be like, let the boy hum. Why he can't hum? Like she gotta deal with it. And I'm but I don't wanna stifle her because I feel like whenever, you know, you you say something to her, she shuts down. I don't want her to shut down. I don't I you know, I'm really trying to break that out of her because that is a mama tendency. That's she being her mama, like when I feel like I'm not being heard or understood and it gets frustrating, my natural tendency, and I shared this with you guys, is to shut down. And I don't know if it's a learned behavior or what, but I see the same thing in Skyland. So whenever I see her starting to shut down, I'm like, nope, tell me what's wrong. What is going on? I need you to talk to me. I need you to push past what your natural tendency would be and to say something. And so that's where... I am right now with just trying to navigate her. I, I guess you would consider it a preteen trying to navigate these preteen waters with her trying to navigate this, this, you know, this whole area with AJ and just with the both of them. And I'm just like, I try to go back into my parents book of tricks and the things that they did. And I try to look at that and I, you know, try to kind of tweak it to my own, um, I'm not big on, on spankings and Anthony and I was actually having this conversation the other day. I mean, have I given my, my children, I still refer to it as a pow pow with them, but have I given them pow pows? Have I had to spank them? Yes, but it's been a minute since they've gotten a spanking from me. I'm more so like lecture them, talk to them. And I feel that they're at an age now where it's like, uh, they don't really need a spanking more so punishment like I'm quick to take away the electronics I'm quick to be like go to your room type situation um don't don't play with nothing like and I don't want to ever send them to their room and say go read a book because I don't want to I don't want them to uh what's the word contribute reading to like a punishment I want them to love to read so I don't try to use that as a punishment and the other day I was talking to Anthony and I was saying you know instead of of spanking because I, I can't remember what AJ was doing and, and he wanted to tear his behind up and I was like instead of doing that why not give him calisthenics you know teaching him discipline making him do push-ups or sit-ups or something like that versus beating him I'm like because in my mind it doesn't make sense really to to spank a child in discipline and saying like, I don't want you to do this. And so I'm going to beat you. Like, did your parents ever say to you like, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you? I don't know how it hurt them more than it hurt me when I was the one receiving the licks, but that didn't make any sense to me. And it doesn't make any sense to me now. I don't say that to my children. Um, at the most, I think I give them like three licks. <laughs> I am. Yeah. When it comes to that, I'm not I'm probably not the best at it at all. And that's just because I really don't, I don't feel like that's a good way of discipline. Like it really doesn't make sense to me to beat somebody into submission or into uh, compliance. It, it doesn't make sense. And I know that there's people out there who disagree with me. And for those of you who want to, you know, quote 
um, spare the rod, spoil the child situation. Let me tell you my um, my interpretation of that scripture. And my interpretation is, is, is that it doesn't literally mean to beat your child with a rod, that if you don't beat your child with a rod, you're going to spoil them. I, I believe that what that scripture is saying about sparing the rod, you spoil the child, is not to give them discipline at all. If your child just gets away with stuff and you are not disciplining them for what they're doing, you know, and telling them, teaching them right from wrong, that's spoiling your child. You know, allowing your child to get away with bloody murder and, and, and never disciplining them, never teaching them about right or wrong, that is spoiling them. I think that the whole spare the rod is if you spare discipline, if you do not incorporate discipline into your parenting, into their upbringing, into their training, just like when you train in the military, you know, I, I, I did not, you know, serve. Um, and thank you to all the men and women who do serve. But um, I have family members who have served and, and from those who have felt like they could share about their experiences, it's not about getting beat um, while you're in the military. In the military, they give you calisthenics. They make you run. They make you do jumping jacks or push-ups or whatever. That's how they discipline you. And so to me, I'm just like, why not incorporate that? That's not sparing the rod by giving some type of discipline. And so that that's kind of my logic and where I go because I just think that that's traumatizing that that does more trauma to a child to be beat and 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 it's it's instilling fear in them and not the reverence kind of fear but like the scary type of fear like I fear I don't want my children to fear me um like oh mommy's really mad like you know I don't I don't want that <laughs> so um but I'm 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 really trying to navigate this uh, I'm really trying to figure out the best way I just realized that my parenting is not my parents parenting um and do I have it all no <laughs> uh, I like I said overall I think I have great kids um but they are kids and they are going to misbehave they are going to get into trouble and I I think that I have grown a lot as uh, as a parent and as an adult to realize that hey you know even though sometimes I may go to the grocery store with my kids and they may act up they're still good kids. Um, even though <laughs> I may feel embarrassed when I'm somewhere with them and I'm just like, I feel like people are staring at me. That's my own issue. That's not them. They're being children. And for all I know, there may be somebody else who's just like, there could be somebody looking at me like, oh, that poor mother, she don't have no control over her kids. Or there could be other people who's not paying attention to me at all because they got better things to do with their time. And then there could be others out there who is just like, girl, I feel you. My kids do the same thing. But at the end of the day, I shouldn't care at all what other people have to say or how they feel about my parenting. And I think that's my issue as well, is that I am being concerned about how others perceive me as a parent when really it's just about do my kids feel loved or do my kids you know are my kids learning are they being trained up properly are they going to grow into good human beings and and have compassion and empathy for other people and love and be generous and caring that's the kind of I just want to raise good good humans you know what I'm saying I just want to raise people who are going to go out in this world and are going to be a great representation of not just 
me and Anthony, but a great representation of God in the earth, you know, um, and that's really what my focus should be on. Is it all the time? No. But again, I am learning as a parent and I'm learning how to be unapologetically me uh, in my parenting, in, you know, being a wife and being a, a dope chick. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. All right, y'all. Well, I hope you got something out of the episode today. If you did, go ahead to my YouTubers, like, subscribe, and share. Um, and for those of you who are listening on the podcast, I, I think it's only on uh, iTunes or the, the iPod um, iCast that you're able to leave a review. But leave a girl a review. Let me know what you're feeling, what you're thinking about the episodes. Um, and then, of course, you can always connect with me at hannahsworld00 at gmail.com or on Facebook at hannahsworld or on IG at hannahsworld00. So until next time, peace out, world. Peace out, world.